Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man on the Post podcast. Yeah, this is pretty much what's been going on before we start recording. So just a little hint behind, little clip view behind the curtain there. So yeah, it's it's not fair on everyone else. They come in cold and they're like, we've got all this energy, and they're like, where did this come from? This is it. Acapella singing of Flat of the Concord songs. Jesse's still not quite recovered. Nobody needs to see how the sausages are made. <laughs> I didn't think that was going to happen. No? I love it. Just cut you, cut you off cold. It was a great vegan sausage. <laughs> so, so for those who haven't realised, um, this is the part three of the coup. Um, I'm not sure at which point it just becomes normal life and Chris sort of has to try and fight some sort of insurgency. I'm not sure. But... <laughs> Give the people what they want, eh? <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm hearing. Um, I'm joined by Jesse. How are you doing, Jesse? I I think I think I'm great. You think you're great, okay? Yeah. I take yeah. think, and it's great. So <laughs> we're going with great. At least you're not thinking you're thinking you're sad. Um, I'm we're also better when we're together. I'm also joined by Emma. Um, I'm trying not to laugh. Okay. Well. <laughs> Never try and never try to suppress the laugh. Ever. Imagine going to a you go to a stand up comedy show. You don't try not to laugh. <laughs> don't I? <laughs> oh, right. Is it just you in the front row with your arms crossed, going, give it, give, give it your best shot? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gotta make them work for their money. <laughs> <laughs> and in his very decorative Roma shirt, I've got Scott. How you doing, Scott? Looking at the room, I can tell that you. Are the most beautiful girl in the room. <laughs> in the whole wide room. Yeah. I started this and this is my fault. <laughs> oh, but how are you? I love that they're singing this to each other. I'm a lot calmer than I was probably about two hours ago. Well, that's a fact. Good. It was a fact, Jesse, that as he was singing it, Scott doesn't know this, but I was staring straight into his eyes. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought that happened. That was beautiful. It's like a JD and Turk man love, isn't you're, it? You're a lot calmer <laughs> than you were two hours ago. Um, yeah. Let's go on. Horribly date this podcast. Why, why were you not calm two hours ago? Uh, watching Roma. Um, bit of a stressful day. The world. I mean, like, but, but it, 
so how did Roma get on? This is not. This is football that's already happened. It's not live football, so Ross can't be mad at us. How did Roma get on? We'll start with how we mean to go on. Uh, they won at Young Boys at the. We're going to be better than this. We're going to be better than this. This is the coup did not happen for us to be making jokes about what you're about to make jokes about. Well I'm done, not... well done, Roma for their win. <laughs> there was a. Damn. Yeah, I'm not going. Yeah, we've had our we've had our fun with Flight of the Concords. It's now all business. Business time. Business. There we go. Business Come time. on. <laughs> Disappointed in the weight from all of you. Right. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Did we do a quick roll call? Yeah. yeah. Just. Did we... so I think started with you. No, no, no. Sorry. I think. Um, Adam. Yeah, but people know who I am. <laughs> not. I tried. I tried, you guys. I tried really hard to set them up there, but no. Didn't work oh, I see what you wanted me to do. Mm. Right, sorry. I'm oh. really sorry. Really sorry. Oh, I'll start wow. again. Right, so we do have some football to go into, but first of all, we have to yeah. go through, through just <laughs> Jesse. Present. Emma. Present. Scott. Present. Adam, obviously present. So <clears throat> where it wasn't business time, you've ruined my own. I have my own setup. There was no business time at Stamford Bridge's. Oh, was it at Stamford Bridge? Anyway, there's no Stamford <laughs> at Stamford Bridge between Chelsea and Sevilla as the game finished nil nil. Chelsea finally keep a clean sheet. Is this good news for for Chelsea, Scott? Who was in goal? I'm not sure. It was Edward Mendy. It's hard to tell yeah, because yes. they've announced Petr Cech in their squad. There's just so many options. He's what 38 39 I, I reckon about... he can still do a job he was he's, oh, been, he's been doing ice hockey hasn't he that's ice like hockey, yeah that's like goalkeeping on steroids reflexes yeah um so they kept a clean sheet mm-hmm. all this attacking like the one thing we say they can't do they've done we always talk about how underrated severe are by the english media and just taking for granted the bookies took Chelsea for granted thought they were massive favourites for this game what was the reaction in Spain Emma? Um, I don't know you don't know I would have exploded papers today (laughs) pick them up (laughs) I thought you were going to argue but it's not in Catalonia anyway so I don't know also I don't count but there was that that's the real answer um, so I tried to give the Chelsea fans something better than before because I had some comments back that last time all we really talked about during our review was about cargo shorts and <laughs> three minutes dedicated to Chelsea and most of it was spent on Frank Lampard's trousers. So, um, oh, I'll give you another really good um, reason to hate Chelsea if we want one. Do we need one of those? It's literally the opposite of what we're going for, but I, I always want one. So go on. All right. Um, uh, wonder kid Christian Pulisic um, has been merrily retweeting MAGA and uh, Trump endorsements. You're welcome. We hate him now. No? Well, only like 48, only, only 48% of you hate him. Mm, all right. Well, <laughs> I just thought I'd you know add to the conversation with that. Sure. You brought the tone down. So, because because you've upset me by talking about all this right wing nonsense, I'm going to talk about Lazio. Oh, oh okay. Transition there. Well done. Well, I, could be a pro- I could be a professional at this. Oh, good. <laughs> they um they beat Dortmund three um, one. Um, two goals from Chico Mobley, who has had a bit of a uh, redemptive act to them, didn't they, Scott? 
They did. He's an ex-Borussia uh, Dortmund player. I think they paid 20 million euros for him. Uh, 2014 or 15? He flopped. They cast him off. Was he there only a season, wasn't he? Yeah, they were, he had um, two think, wins. Bells. I think he scored 10 yeah. goals um, from someone who fell at, who was in and out of consciousness with naps during the game because it wasn't that interesting. Who <laughs> uh, could pick up those bits. But... Um, yeah, very important, very impressive performance from Lazio. Just what they needed in a difficult group, right? Yeah, after the start of the season they had, um, they got walloped at Sampdoria the weekend, and they've had a quite a lot of injury problems. So, I think that's put the performance of Serie A behind them and into the Champions League for the first time in the group stages for a long, long while. I think it was 15 years since they were yeah, in the Champions League. Yeah, it was 2007. Um. Okay, that'd be 13 years, but I'm gonna. You've you've got you've got more of a precise date, so I'm gonna say that you're probably more likely to be right than me. <laughs> you've committed to a date. 15 sounds round. Um. So that was that 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 sounds like that was a maybe perhaps this was a result that was a shock even to in Italy and to the Lazio fans. Yeah, they they the last three games haven't been the greatest, so they lost to Atalanta at home but everyone loses to Atalanta apart from Napoli this season um, then they drew one all with Inter Milan just before the international break where um, some weird things happen in that game some weird sending offs Arturo Vidal being Arturo Vidal and then um, at the weekend they lost to Sampdoria so it was just a little bit out of the blue yeah um, in other exciting games Barcelona Emma What about them? Well, you won. I didn't watch it because these are a waste of my time. We're just about to spend like 15 minutes on these games. We can't. uh, (laughs) I think they're a waste of time. You think they're a waste of time, but we can't tell everyone else they're a waste of time. (laughs) They don't. They don't. They don't say this on Sky when you turn on and go. Right, guys, these games are a waste of time. How you doing? Glad you tuned in. Depends who you got on Sky. <laughs> well, Ray Hudson still doesn't think they're a waste of time for anybody watching on. But there was lots of ent- there was lots of entertainment in this game, right? For six goals, five for Barcelona. Fantastic. Was it a great goal by by Ansu Fati, or did he shin it? I mean, those two aren't mutually exclusive. But did he mean it? I mean, he shinned it a little bit. Yeah, but <laughs> did he mean to shin it to sort of like? It almost looks like he's no. Tried to put some like fade on it to put it past <laughs> the goalkeeper. He meant. To, I think he meant to shoot, but I don't think he meant to shoot it with that part of his leg. Okay. He's a record, though, I think, for being 17 and scoring in the Champions League. Ah, oh, that's probably stolen from Messi. And not getting double teamed by two severe pairs. I mean, <laughs> and it, if you thought right, five, six goals, five for Barcelona, it's going to be a sort of a standard group stage win. Don't worry, Jarrod Piquet's there to give you a red card to keep you entertained. <laughs> He's really making a, you know, three fit defenders policy look great by, by doing that. Good for him. Do you reckon that's part of it? Do you reckon that's his plan? He's trying to bring the operation down from the inside. <laughs> I mean, it might explain why he's being quiet about current matters at the club. <laughs> Is that um, because uh, of a certain game at the weekend, which we'll probably talk about later? I didn't spend all this time with all these notes and links, Scott, for you to be just just pulling it all over the place. Now I know how Scott feels. Now I know how Chris feels, sorry. Sorry. I don't think you got sent off. 
to protect himself for that match because he got sent off in like the 87th minute. So he got down the tunnel like three minutes earlier than everyone else. And he it's a always game with... looks so surprised to get sent off, but like he always gets sent off, and he always looks like this sort of cross between a like an, a rabid giraffe. Like he just is so <laughs> the way Gerard Piquet gets sent off. It's like all of a sudden his body just totally forgets how to move or play football or like function. It's like he looks <laughs> all of a sudden he looks even more gangly than yeah. Like he's yeah. He's not really, he's like on the edge of gangly most of the time. And then he's like, no, no, I'm going to go full gangly now. It's full, yeah. But it's not like, I mean, some players you're like always expecting them. Like nobody is surprised when, you know, Sergio Ramos or whatever, Diego Costa get carded, like whatever, it's part of their brand. Okay, go for it. PK, it's like, it's it's this weird sudden, it's like a button goes off and he's like, oh, I'm doing the thing now. <laughs> the thing that I do. <laughs> Yeah, he, he kind of has these moments where he thinks, no, I need to do everything. Everything is my fault. I need to do it all. I've got to chase after this ball, and it doesn't matter if I go right through the back of this guy. I've got to get it. He's like a dog. What over overhyped puppy. I'm just, I don't sometimes understand how his brain and body work in concert. Yet this is a man who, you know, runs a tennis tournament and... <laughs> Does he though? And runs his own football club in Andorra. And but the question is, president. should he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the answer to that is no. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but... I, I've I've always kind of felt that Shakira was the brains of that operation. <laughs> she really is. Yeah. Yeah. She could do better. <laughs> also, also on Tuesday night, 15th place Premier League side Manchester United managed to beat beat last year's Champions League finalists PSG 2-1 in a result that no one saw coming? You want to know why that happened? Why did that happen, Jesse? Because they have two Uruguayans now. Did any of them pl- did either of them play? Doesn't matter. It's just, it's just like <laughs> you just have the voodoo around the place and it sort of... Yeah, yeah they took their vitamins. And okay. So good juju. I've, yeah. I've got a question for that one. What was Lucas Torreira doing at Arsenal this time then? Because it didn't seem to be having an effect there. I mean, he played... Is it because he's only little? And he's only... He's a prototype for Uruguayan. So there's less less good juju to go around. Very fierce and forceful. We probably shouldn't mention Atletico Madrid's... No. No. But also, Simeone, what the hell are you doing bringing him on? Four down, you're bringing him on with like six minutes to go why would you do that God, you guys have got no control that doesn't happen until wednesday i'm sorry guys the I... notes are here for a reason sorry sorry God. i know why don't you have a section just labeled uruguay i don't even know I why don't under... i don't understand your agenda i don't even know why i performed this coup in the first place now <laughs> um so the people's champion marcus rashford um has uh, helping um, seal the win for Manchester United in the 87th minute. I mean, like nothing he can't do. I mean, it's been we've, there is nothing he can't. Well, there are lots of things he apparently can't say, do, yeah. but mm. because there are sort of like 360 members of Parliament standing in his way individually, uh, um, yeah. and some apples. Well, the apples are supposed to be the solution to the problem, but mm. who doesn't have <laughs> apples that they can forage? Cooking, cooking's a simple game. Um, 
I'm going to put it out there. My real my real problem with that Manchester United kit is the red stripes on the on the shoulders. That's your um, only problem with it. It's my main problem with it. Okay. I like the red. I I love a little like black, red, and white situation. My issue is the misalignment of the stripe. It's supposed to make them look like a stealth boat. Well, it doesn't. And I would encourage whoever designed it to go back and and think about how that looks on a screen. Um, just that's it. The problem but is we're gonna. I love these kids also, and I know we're not going until wet. See, and there you go. There it is. I know when we get to Wednesday. Like. Oh, we can turn... we can do a little separate kit watch if you want because I also yeah. have a, I also have a big problem with the the pink Real Madrid Adidas stripes as well. So, and I actually love the pink, but, like, I, I actually mean this about, like, accessibility. I think that there does need to be a conversation about accessibility because some of them are really hard to to look at and watch depending on, like, the, I, I don't know if it's shade or tone, but, like, the neonness and but the that, way that the stripes go. So that's why UEFA have all these crazy rules about they have to have light and dark kits. So it's not, that's why you'll often see two teams play in the Champions League like uh, PSG and Manchester United where you're thinking well, why are they not just wearing blue and red but because they're both classed as dark kits okay but then what is the highlighter neon yellow class does disgusting kids yeah and it's really hard to look at and also like the strippy stripiness sometimes just you don't want to stare at that too long because it makes your eyeballs hurt Okay, so anyway, so Adam, Scott, up, Jesse, not <laughs> I've lost track of this now. Marcus what? Rashford, this was Marcus Rashford stuck to football, and that's what he delivered. Um, this is an important result for Manchester United. A bit of form is—is is this indicative of anything, anything better for for Solskjaer? Because PSG seems to really be where he gets his mojo back. Yeah, they really do like playing in Paris, don't they? Yeah. <clears throat> to um, I think winning at Newcastle sort of helped um, because before that they've been laughable. I think we talked about it the other week where they were just absolutely piss poor against Palace because if Palace can beat them, anyone can beat them in the Premier League. Look, look what Spurs did to them. Hey. Embarrassed hey, them, didn't they, Jesse? Embarrassed, embarrassed them. them. Yeah, pants down. <laughs> But, yeah, it was a result that was needed. And I think the way he set up suited them. Going like three three at the back and Fernandez behind. There was an Martial. interesting comment on uh, today's Football Weekly by Jonathan Liu who suggested that the reason Manchester United played or did so well in this game is because PSG set up in a way that effectively meant that Manchester United were playing themselves because... They got to play against a team that also didn't press and can't really defend. And... <laughs> oh. oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, mm. it's got some fair points, right? It has, yeah. Very meta. Just, just look at the second goal and where Neymar was. Uh, and how much space Rashford had for his shot. He's put that in a... He's put that that shot in a very like he's hit had to hit a postage stamp to get mm. get that in, hasn't he? So yeah. um, 
it is a goal worthy winning the game. Talking about goals worthy of winning a game, I can't remember if this guy actually won it. It's the only reason I'm going to mention the RB Leipzig goal game is, have we all seen the Angelino goal? The turn. Because I've seen that man play football for Man City before, <laughs> and I did not imagine he had that in his locker. <laughs> I also want to know what he was doing in the penalty area. But anyway, it was glorious. It it was um, Robson, how <laughs> uh, Robson Kearney esque, wasn't it? It was um, wonderfully done. I think it was only like fifth in BT Sports Champions League goals of the week of the week, which is outrageous. It was the best goal for me. I'll, I'll come talk to you about that when we talk about Wednesday's games. Well, that, that's what we're into now. So the closest one would have also been the 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 the, uh, the, the Coman goal in the in the Bayern game. That ball from Kimmich, how he how he hits a ball that flat, just you can't defend that. I was also going to say another goal in that game. Uh, he's That's just hit that from game. distance. You're just talking about the Tolisso. Uh... Oh, the Tolisso goal. There's also a goal in the Inter Borussia Mönchengladbach game just for the pass. It's just exquisite. What, what about this whole game then, Jesse? I think this game was sort of remarkable for the fact that Bayern just play like a machine. Um, like when you have four goals and none of them were scored by Lewandowski. <laughs> that says something. When you could bring Alfonso Davies off the bench at 80 blah, 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 minutes. Um, it must be um, a nightmare for Thomas Muller every time um, Lewandowski doesn't score because he's then yeah. got to try and work out how he can get goal <laughs> into a pun of every other right. player's name. I, yeah. but, like, goals. <laughs> I, but also just the way that they they like took every they knew they they know who they're playing like they went up against Atletico knowing exactly how to dismantle them and they did they like took all the wind out of their windy windy sails um and it was just like it was a nightmare to, <laughs> to watch them it just was made me really sad so, so Emma did you prefer the the goal by Kingsley Goldman or the <laughs> Wow. I wonder if anybody's ever done that before. Do I? <laughs> I can think of one person in Bavaria who has. <laughs> and if he hasn't, he will not. <laughs> it's not fair on him, Leon Goldsker. Like, they can't all keep going. Like, how is he supposed to keep up? Yeah, it's going to come a point where Leroy Sané is not going to be allowed to play because he can't fit in. And he's like, it doesn't work, coach. You can't play him. It's, it's bad for team morale. They'll just change his name. It'll be like, you know what your new name is? Goal. Uh, uh, just goal. goal. <laughs> his middle name is now Goal. You know who wasn't happy about that game? Diego Simeone. He, he, he wasn't. He, he wasn't super happy about things that You know what there. was a big problem about that, though? Is that maskless Diego Simeone was doing a lot of yelling on the sidelines. And yeah. even by small, small, small screen, you could see a lot of particles, which was very worrisome. They're like, in a bubble, though, aren't they? Um, But even in a bubble, I don't think you want, like... Oh, in a general day, I just don't want to be spat on. Like... Yeah. <laughs> Pandemic or no pandemic, I'd rather not have. Yeah, like there was a lot to worry about, but I kept saying to Diego Simeone, who clearly wasn't listening to me. <laughs> Diego, no. 
I was like, don't fuck like, It's like, Diego. Mad. So many people right now. Were you shouting it in Spanish or English? Because that might have been I, the I'm problem. I'm shouting in Spanish. Like, he's an Argentinian. He should yeah. have heard. It's the only way he'll understand. That's the problem, right. though. He's an Argentinian. You just explained it. Listen, I know. But, like, that's a little bit of a problem. Because he, yeah. was, he was wandering. Like, he was spitting on many people. Emma, was, um, was it leading to Dan spitting on people? I mean... Outside of the times he's done it normally because we've all seen that. Okay, we've seen it, yeah. But I meant specifically on Wednesday because he must have been unhappy with. Apparently, it took him an hour, over an hour, to come out of the dressing room after the match had finished to do his press obligations. Oh. So I, I don't think he was. I don't think he was terribly happy about what he saw. I mean, it could have been so much worse for them as well, right? Like it should have been. Yeah. Shakhtar, Shakhtar had. They, they could have had four goals in that first half, four nil up by the first half, and they mm-hmm. they kept fluffing opportunities in the second half to to kill the game. Um, yeah, he's he's um he's not had a a, a good week because they lost to Cariz uh, at the weekend and they were newly promoted and that's not a good look for them. And then they lost to Shakhtar, who <laughs> the the Real Madrid um like social media people apparently made a big deal that they hadn't lost at home against them for like seventy years or some <laughs> so something like, another thing about that because they're playing their games in the training ground because mm-hmm. there's no fans um because of the acoustics of being in a small stadium it just makes Real Madrid sound really tin pot it just sounds. <laughs> It sounds like it sounds like we're in some sort of like back alley club in a f- on FA Cup third round day. Who I've never I don't I couldn't point yeah, to where they I couldn't I couldn't point to where they are on a map. This team I've never heard of them before. They play in like the Ismian Premier League. <laughs> but they're like one of those teams that play um like in the local park and the yeah, yeah. like the dog and duck. <laughs> um. Um, and what was my other concern? Um, oh yeah, so well, it was also nice to see that Shakhtar didn't nearly have their moment robbed of them. And I've obviously long been a conv- I've been someone suggesting that VAR is the solution to football, but that's something I've been saying for at least five, six days. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, Monday, you Tuesday, like the Wednesday. Five days, five days. <laughs> Six six days, Scott. Now six, I'm on day six now. Day six. Yeah. yeah, long been a long been a fan. Like this. Definitely the best thing to ever happen to football. Um. So yeah, Zidane's unhappy. We're we're taken from that Real Madrid aren't that good. Yeah, they should have. I mean, if you looked at the team that they set up with, they they should have comfortably won. But. So, uh, and I'm not going to name any names because I don't know any. But Shakhtar, <laughs> Shakhtar, Shakhtar apparently had ten first-team players missing through injury or yes. illness. It's it's surprising that that game didn't get called off because they had 19 people in their 10 play 13 players and then some support staff who'd have all got COVID. Excellent. And they only just had enough players to fill. The minimum requirement to have on the bench was the two goalkeepers on the bench. I think there might have been. Excellent. Wonderful. <laughs> like Wonderfully done. And... <laughs> I hope I hope that all three goalkeepers tried to shake Zidane's hand after the game, one after the other, just so he could really realise. Well, hold on. <laughs> 
<laughs> we lost to a team with three goalkeepers in a game where you're allowed to make. Uh, I lost track I of how many. Better check. How many sub? You're allowed to make four subs. Five. Five. Uh, yeah. This Champions League's a joke. Um, talking of teams in the, being a joke in the Champions League, um, <laughs> a game again. I'm surprised wasn't called off, Emma. Um, Ajax. Ajax nil Liverpool won. I thought this game was probably going to be called off. I imagine Liverpool fan. All of the Liverpool players were probably in mourning. Yeah, they just they just couldn't get over the grief. Didn't see any know. um. Didn't see any black ribbons. They're not sleeping. They're not eating. They <laughs> they just can't cope with no. with the loss. In fact, Adam, are you your um, windows are closed because you hear just wailing right coming from Liverpool itself <laughs> all the way in London. So yes. Yeah, so, there's there's weather warnings about it, Jesse. Oof, wow. wow. I'm surprised they didn't come out with t-shirts. I'm surprised they didn't come out with t-shirts. <laughs> I almost spent some time, if I didn't have so much work to do, I was going to mock up a t-shirt and tweet it. <laughs> but um, unfortunately... <laughs> Maybe they're saving it for the weekend. Me- oh, I've got a lot of time tomorrow on my hands. <laughs> Maybe Is they the are. t-shirt going to say, like, pray for Virgil on the front? Yeah, yeah. And pray- then, like, but what, it's got to say something about Pickford on the back. Pray for Virgil, lock lock him up. Some, maybe there's two oh. different T-shirts. <laughs> That's wonderful. And then on the back it will say he'll never walk again. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. I for, will buy three. Yeah. I yeah, I'm gonna need. One. Yeah, I'm gonna need one. But can I also get one like in maybe in Belgium? <laughs> Adam, I do have an idea, but it's a wrestling T-shirt. You can just put Pickford 316, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I just tore tore your knee. What I wanted was, um, I I was trying to work on was, I got the image of, from behind, of Van Dyke with Pickford coming in. I wanted to try and make it just like, um, just uh, a silhouette. Because I reckon it's so iconic that people would enjoy that. And if I really had the time, I'd have left the number four on his back so you could just tell. <laughs> so what 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 we're saying here, Twitter, is that you can tell how much how much time I have on Friday by how far this plan goes. <laughs> <laughs> if you can see the whole four and there's a red bubble site, it, I had a lot of time. If it's just something that looks like it was done on Microsoft Paint, I rushed it. If anybody from Adam's work is listening, please respect his time during this critical week and let him be. Exactly, Jesse. Exactly. Yeah. I can't believe they managed to win without him. Oh, best defender in the world. I mean, just how do you? I mean, well, the second. Without... I imagine they're probably going to claim that the second best defender in the world now plays for them because Fabinho had one great game. Because I've seen seen that on on some websites. Like, I'm just going to take a quick look on the BBC Sport website and see how long it takes me to find anything that still talks about Van Dyke because it would definitely be there. Do we reckon it's on the main page? Yes, we do. Everton, <laughs> sorry for Van Dyke injury, says Ancelotti. <laughs> Six does, days does, later. Does Ancelotti <sighs> speak for everyone? Because, you know, as a as a somewhat Everton fan, um, we all are. I'm not sorry for what happened to him. I mean, as a as a long time Everton fan, yeah. I am not sorry either. <laughs> yeah, Scott, you. After what he said when Roma played on in the Champions League, and we also had VAR problems. So every time that Liverpool moan about VAR, I will just talk about that game. Who cares? Yeah, I'm sorry, but I um I'm waiting for 
somebody to talk about what Cunaguero did to Sharnasi Ellis and maybe apologize or say something about that. Until then, I really don't give, I don't know, like one, two, or seven shits about this. Yes. I, got, uh, well, I tweeted that out. Uh-huh. It's about two years ago that happened. It's not a very good audio feature, me just doing this, is it? Virgil van Dyke's tackle on Dries Mertens is a follow through challenge. I tweeted that picture and I got dogs abuse for that. Absolute dogs abuse. Where are they, Scott? Let me at them. <laughs> I mean, coming in. The oh. fact is that, you know, injuries happen. Anyway, we can go on to this when we talk about Liverpool's game because. Yes. I, I'm not going to miss two opportunities to land Liverpool, but they did win. Um, it was a bit of a fluky goal, wasn't it? I, right. Can someone... I still don't understand what he's trying to do. Clear it? But, but which way? <laughs> <laughs> Where? Tell me, Scar. <laughs> this, basic tri- this basic trigonometry, I'm not quite... Do you think he knows? Um... <laughs> No, I'm not sure he did. <laughs> if he did, I'd pay. I I'd pay a lot of money to get him on one of those just those Monday night football things and just have him just draw the arrow of just the direction he intended the ball to go. <laughs> That's all I want. I did enjoy the little clip of um, Adrian coming running out of his goal oh, to God, um, yes. get in the way of was it Joe Gomez. Yeah, kind it was of Joe Gomez. And the way Joe Gomez turned around and looked at him like, "The fuck are you doing?" <laughs> To give him some, to give him, to give him some slight credit, he did make a, Adrian did make a good save against. Uh, it's I think it was Tadic, wasn't it? Uh, when it was still nil nil, um, when he was one on one, would have been a very tight offside call potentially, but he still had to make the save. Um, and um, Fabinho again with that with his uh, acrobatic clearance off the line for Tadic's lob as well. Um, Liverpool were lucky to come away with this game of all three points, I felt. Yeah, I, I agree, because I only saw bits of it. I, I caught the, what, last 20 minutes of the goal show on BT Sport, which is probably one of the best shows around to do with European football. Um, yeah, and I saw the highlights, and it was just... Um, Ajax did waste some good chances. I think Huntelaar and ex-Everton legend, Davy Clarsen. Davy Clarsen hit the bar, yeah. Yeah. So they're a bit, just maybe a bit fortunate I'd, to come away. The three it points. might not have been the bar, it was definitely the post. Um, yeah, I think they were. And afterwards, obviously, um, Klopp, uh, ever sort of the, the statesman, blamed Liverpool's exhausted performance on the, the tricky and muddy pitch at the Amsterdam, uh, sorry, the, um, the Johan Cruyff Arena. Um, just looked like a football pitch to me. Um, it's not like, like Liverpool the, to the moan about yeah like Liverpool fans moan about the length of the grass last season or it being a bit too windy at Stoke or like uh, apparently I've, uh, this criticism hasn't gone well at uh, in in Amsterdam it has been received uh, a little bit less um, encouragingly let's see if I can find the quote here how's, how's James taken it I couldn't tell you. <laughs> um, uh, so Klopp said, I, I, I really think the pitch was a real tricky. It was like deep, muddy, a little bit. Deep, muddy, eh? 
Is that a technical term? <laughs> um, it's as technical as clock gets. So apart from, unless again, like windy. There's an excuse for everything. Mm. Except you don't really need an excuse this time because you still won. Yeah, <laughs> which makes this one strange. Um, the um, Ajax manager basically said he thought the pitch was fine and just said, let's hope we get a better pitch at Anfield then. People in glass houses, so you better hope that he's he's got himself a nice, <laughs> unmuddy grass pitch. In winter in England. Yeah, in the north of England. <laughs> in the cold of December. Yeah. Um, and finishing off with uh, Wednesday's uh, performance uh, in the Champions League, Man City won 3-1. Um, I know that he's had that haircut for a while, but because he's been away and he's come back, it's upset me all over again. Aguero? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eventually I'll get used to it. No. And I did last time. Don't get but... used to it. I'm not saying I'm happy about it, Jesse. I said I'm used to it. They're two very different <laughs> I things. I know, but if you get used to it, then you should have to fight. Is that, is, to fight yeah. it is that like a tacit endorsement, is it? Yeah. It, don't you do normalise it and you'll think it's okay. It's very yeah. early M&M, isn't it? It's very Argentinian. Yeah, because Joaquin Correa... And that's Correa, all I will say about the matter. Yeah, because Joaquin Correa did um, it last year and it looked horrific. I can't Although talk. I will say, I, I can't... I, we can't even get into Kaylor Navas. Oh, my like, God. Who allowed that? to happen and how how who 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 hates him um, if we're going to talk about haircuts have we seen Cristiano Ronaldo's new deal yeah. today mm-hmm. looks good looks good you know what he, he deserves that though <laughs> um but the Man City game so Man City won 3-1 um uh went 1-0 down c- came back um is this this is Ilkay Goodman's one performance of the year when he well he'll have two right one here and one in the League Cup final, where he shows us just how good he is. Wow. And then? And then he's just sort of around the rest of the time, right? Yeah. Great free kick. Can I talk about Sterling and Pepe? Because Pepe's going to Pepe, isn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, go for it. <laughs> Very Does lucky he man. Like Mo from The Simpsons made real. Yes. He lashed out at Sterling and should have got a red card but miraculously miraculously didn't and uh got got away scot-free did he get punished for beyond the fact that he gave away the um the penalty because that could have been a a booking for his because he was very forceful and late on sterling to Mm. to concede the penalty that aguero concedes to level um to be fair, Scott, though, if I'm putting on a Porto game, I look at the team sheet, I see that Pepe's there. This is what I want. Yeah, I don't want Pepe behaving yeah, himself. Pure... It's not It's not what I tuned in for. No, we want some pure shithousery, don't we? Yeah. Like him kicking a player in the head and in the body like eight times like he did for Real Madrid. Yeah, so those were that the interesting games. He broken his leg. <laughs> you, you forgot that bit. What, he broke the Katafe player's leg. Yeah, he caused some sort of serious injury and he was down on the floor and then he kicked him numerous times. Right in front of the referee. It's that, yeah. I would rather have that. It's terrible, but like when, like in the Venezuela game, when, or when Eduardo broke his leg and the player who did it is so upset, like it was such an accident and the player who did the leg breaking 
is like crying and is ready to vomit that i feel terrible about but when it's pepe and he's just in like being an asshole and he then re-kicks the player then it's kind of fun is that awful what if it's Hoi Min's son and then you learn via sort of Amazon Prime documentaries that he really maybe is that kind of player? See, that's why I don't watch the documentaries, because Amazon is terrible, Jose Mourinho is terrible, and I don't want to know. Um, yeah, so that was those were the, the interesting Champions League games, and I've mainly focused on those games because also during this week we had an announcement after... Yes, last week we got to talk about project big picture this week they went oh that didn't work too well how about a euro and another incarnation of a european super league but this time with details um jesse adam tottenham apparently not in the in the didn't make the cut and the best team in england aren't in there so don't worry about it about tottenham not being in there yeah you know what um that's fine. That's we, don't, we don't want that one anyway, did we? We're, we're going to make our own Super League. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> we think you're going to make the Europa League. <laughs> no. We... No. Um, the Europa Super we... League. No. We're going to make the the Tottenham, Everton, and one more team, Adam. Come on. Brighton. Uh, Brighton. Brighton. No, I was gonna, I, we need to add some pronounce. Copenhagen Super Ooh. League. Oh. Yeah. I like want to be in your league. It seems cooler. No, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> That's what we're going for. It's just like Euro trash. Don't sort we, of like... we want the Andorran League in there. You know I love them. Come on. Come on. We've already... You can have Atalanta. That'd be fun. Oh. This is a good league. How so? Are, are we gonna so we're gonna try and make up some sort of like hipster Hipsty. European yeah. football league? Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not quite sure Everton ever fall into Everton or Tottenham fall into the hipster well, Everton, category, Everton but we're having to of, stretch that. Yeah, Everton does because of Andre Gomez's facial facial hair. As soon as uh, as soon as we're not allowed into this one, then we we anyone who's not in there is hipster. Anyway, more shocking than Everton and Tottenham being left out is that Roma made it in. What? What? Oh no, he didn't. Shocks. <laughs> Shocked look. What, you know it's true. <laughs> he knows it's true as well. Yeah. Uh, um, there's a lot of talk on on other podcasts and other sort of media saying sort of like basically saying, do people want this? Is there a, an appetite for it? And I would watch it if it was on. Yeah. Wouldn't you get bored of it though after like two seasons? But. See, but are we not kidding ourselves, Emma, that the Champions League is anything really but this? I know. Because, yeah. because like, we we started this show by yeah. you saying that these games don't matter because we already know who the 16 best teams in Europe yeah, are exactly. and 15 of them are going to make it to the course, to the last 16 of the Champions League. I guess it's just cutting out the middleman. <laughs> and that middleman is seems like betting Baros and the, the, the teams that we don't want to play or care about. I think on the one hand, it gives us more football to watch. What can be bad? But on the I other don't hand, think it will give us more football to watch. This is going to be a, this is going to have to be a replacement for something. And I think it, uh, will, what it, it would be, I don't like these, that. The, they would stop. These teams would stop competing in the Champions League. I always, 
already have to watch my team play Real Madrid twice. Sometimes three times every year. Sometimes. Sometimes so what times. you're saying is, well, no, but how? Yeah, but you would say so what you're saying is, you don't, don't want, want to, to have to watch them five times. A I season. don't. It's it's too much. Too much Real Madrid. Yeah, and there's only so many turgid, cagey, <laughs> nil-nil matches you can watch because neither team wants to lose. Yeah, I'd almost rather have a... These never fun. Right, you want a hipster league. Like, you want to see your team play. Like, you want a combo between the Champions League and Libertadores where, like, Barcelona play Fluminense for whatever weird batshit reason and, like, <laughs> Ajax play Colo Colo. I want to see that league. How I want the Champions League. I want the Champions League, but without the group stages. So you want straight knockouts? Yeah. So what you want is there's European Super League they've suggested, but with straight, straight knockouts. Knockout. But, yeah. but in, into knockouts. I'm not okay. in but I would say Emma. Format. I want Emma, straight knockouts. Just one thing I would put to you, because maybe you are overlooking here about the pros- the the strength of a European Super League, and I think this is probably how they sold it to the Barcelona board was. Um, imagine a European competition where you play all the best teams in the ring, but it's impossible to get embarrassed in a second leg that you already <laughs> won the first leg three, by three goals because there's no longer second legs. I don't well, know. We proved. Uh, now open your eyes. You've imagined the European Super League. We proved like three months ago that we can concede eight in a one-off knockout match. We don't. We don't need an away leg to embarrass ourselves. We've already got that in ninety minutes. We're Scott, way ahead you... here. <laughs> Scott, how do you feel about this? Um. It was a bit hit and miss, but I think the way the Champions League is now... What you're hearing here is Scott just saying, I'm just happy to be included. Yes. Because I just watched, cause I just watched a Europa League game. Meaning. <laughs> but as you guys say, like year after year, you probably get one shock team going through. You pretty much know who the 14 or 15 teams out of 16 are going to qualify for the latter stages so if something needs to be, needs to be done this has been on talked about for years years and years i think probably 10 15 years but this is the most this is the most concrete yeah thing we've ever seen right yeah. this is supposedly a fifa organized tournament as opposed to a uefa organized tournament when FIFA got asked about it, they said no comment, which is the the guiltiest response you can ever give. Where's my money? <laughs> they've apparently they've apparently already um, commissioned JP Morgan to try and finance the league by getting uh, the money and sponsorship and a ring in place to do it for a proposal. Um, and this leaks just after Liverpool and Manchester United's proposal to reform English football got shot down by themselves mm. um Interesting. do we think that's a coincidence do we think this is this just sort of like is this the big clubs maybe especially in england trying to up the ante over and over again to force their hand into getting what they want very yeah, much so it it's sort of like so you rejected project project big picture how about you now accept it because otherwise we'll do this, our next most more outrageous plan. Very much so. 
Yeah, it's just a power play. So we've got so this is that's one yes, one no, and two Scandinavian sort of hipster league sort of <laughs> separate ones that we've made for ourselves. But I do agree with Jesse. If they the next competition they should do is a Champions League Copa Libertadores slash Sudamericana because that would just be batshit crazy. In the best way. Yeah. Do you see any need for this competition, though? No. If it's, I mean, what is it for? Is it, there is no, there's, what I would say is there's no need for it, but what I will say is sort of my, my favourite time of the, like the football season is the Champions League quarterfinals, the Champions League semifinals, because you're watching games with the best teams in the world playing each other. And if you could just have that, maybe I, maybe I, it's like Christmas and I just spoil myself by having it all the time. Um, maybe we'd start looking at these teams very differently when they're finishing 15th in a league for a change. Um, I'll play devil's advocate. Did you enjoy the Champions League more this time? in the format they did it because of COVID where it was all in one place and they did it over a weekend and it was straight knockout matches with no replays or extra legs or whatever. It was more exciting because well, we both know we... stakes for these games. This is, this is a trap because you already know the answer. <laughs> I, I'm just saying that's, that's that that format if you want to take something with that and run with that that's not a bad idea but a league why is it got to be a league we don't need a league <laughs> why can't it just be like a tournament of champions and say i don't know call it the champions league and Whoa! <laughs> they, did, they did it was the european cup so i'll try and i'll try and put what my idea was across quickly because when another podcast I was listening to did a sort of like a whole attempt to try and reimagine what it would look like and I suggested a sort of an NFL style sort of European Super League that's based on so it has even more teams so you can have like a geographical spread you could have about say well you have 32 you can have them in divisions not everyone plays everyone, then you have playoffs and you have a... So you have that the best of both worlds, right? Isn't that just like the Nations League for international matches? But far less confusing. There's not three <laughs> teams. In my in my system, they don't have three teams in a league and a playoff for a playoff that might result in you not having to be in a playoff to enter a different competition. Group, it's just one. Group D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I just think that it would be, and it'd be probably great for TV if you just did it like um like over the weekend, like the Davis Cup in tennis, right? Where you had this thing over the Davis Cup finals, where you had it over the weekend in one place, and it was just knockout, and it was like a mini tournament. Adam, would this be like the IPL in cricket? I don't understand how the IPL works. So it's like franchise-based. Yeah, I get that. No, 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 no. no. My, my idea is still the clubs, okay, don't worry. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on from that and stick to football that's actually happening. Um, I, I like making up new 
tournaments. This is fun. Also, sorry, they did say it probably won't happen for about three years. So that's because they're just like that's their estimate on how long yeah. COVID's gonna last. <laughs> Can't be dealing with this. Nah. Three years. Yeah. Sure. We're ignore ignore the government report that we they put out yesterday saying it'll be here forever. It's not worth thinking about. Um, so the opening game of football on in the Premier League at least on Sunday is West Ham versus Manchester City. Uh, West Ham fresh on the back of a what's going to feel like a free-free win for them against Spurs, Jesse. <laughs> and um, Man City after their win away, not away, their win up at um. At Porto, uh, it's a quick turnaround for Man City because they're playing Wednesday, Saturday, more, Saturday early kickoff. Scott, do we see that giving West Ham an edge? Maybe. Um, depends. If David Moyes. Don't, com- don't, don't commit to anything there, Scott. With maybe and depends. <laughs> Sorry, I was just trying to think of like, is David Moyes going to be there? <laughs> Oh, he's not got COVID no more. They did well when he wasn't there, but they also were. But they also well. they also yeah. they also came back from three 0 down, down when right. he was there. But that was very Spursy, wasn't it? And Gareth Bale. But um, wasn't you know, his fault. Can we just blame everything on Mourinho and Harry Winks? Because like most things are their fault right now. Like why sure. even is Harry Winks? Is he related to like Daniel Levy? I feel like that's got to be the thing. Like, he's really Daniel Levy's secret nephew, and that's why he has to be on the team. Does he have pictures of them? Probably. Probably. I think Man City, Man <laughs> City will be fine. Um, so, Man City will have uh, potential injury issues regarding Kevin De Bruyne and Americ Laporte, both expected to probably play. Fernandinho is out. That's, that's going to be... But, they have got Rodri. I don't think Fernandinho is the big... Fernandinho is an issue for them when he has to play in centre half, yeah. at centre-half instead of anywhere else, right? Um, still, kick, Nathan... still can kick lumps out of people in that position anyway. True. Um, Man... West Ham have no injury concerns, apart from the fact that their squad is nowhere near as good as Man City. Do, do we just expect this to be a... So, uh, I'm I'm expecting a standard if uninspired Man City win here as they as Pep as Pep shuffles the pack a little bit, um, freshens up his squad and they do just enough to win away at, at West Ham. Does anyone? Yeah, I agree. Made you disagree with me? No, it's because they've got Champions League games next week as well, haven't they? So they, is it like four games in what 10, 10, 12 days? So he's got to rotate. There's Champions League games all the time now, aren't there, Emma? Mm-hmm. They never stop. I'm worried about Pat. Are you? You're worried about him. Yeah. Yeah. His behavior and his use of saying that Sergio Aguero is the best man he's ever known and yeah. that he hopes that um, Manchester City can seduce Eric Garcia into staying there. Oh, uh, yeah, that's just, that was a bit creepy. No, but um, it's just like, Emma, what did you think about that? It was very strange. What the hands on the when what Aguero did to the lines person? Oh, so that sucked. No, like that's... I would be, I'd be, I would be interested to know what what both of you you thought about that because I think that 
Um, when you first see it, it doesn't look good. Um, but I think, and I think where some people have got themselves in trouble, or not in trouble, have got themselves caught up a little bit is the fact that they're almost trying to defend Aguero for something that I've not had many people accuse him of, and that's the fact that their defence is almost like, well, he does this to, he do this to, there's, look at all these instances of him doing it to every other referee. This isn't, he's not doing this because, um, because it's a woman, this is just what he does. Um, is there a difference? I do you, in your opinion, is there a difference, Jesse? I think the way, so yes, we see players put their hands on refs. It's almost always followed by a card. The rules are that it should be a card. Um, so that was one problem. But the way that he put his hand on Sharnasi Ellis was an issue. He didn't just put his hand on her, you know, put his hand up or put his hand towards her, which is what so many men have been so helpfully posting pictures of and everybody's mentions. You look um, like Jess from New Girl there. Stop. <laughs> Shut it down. Um, he, he put his arm around her body and then put his hand on her neck. Um, right, so so I'll be devil's advocate yeah. then. As I'm gonna, I think that it wouldn't take me long to find a picture of him doing exactly that to a male referee. So I would challenge you because, again, so many men have been very helpfully posting all kinds of pictures of not only Cunaguero, but many other men putting their hands on yeah. referees. And this part- I, I would also offer that putting your hand on a neck is something that, unfortunately, a lot of women have dealt with, which is like, we have to think of power dynamics here. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's in a position, he's bigger than her, but also like, yeah. she's the fourth official like she you know should have been protected here by the official who should have said to Cunaguero like move here's a card or get your hands off of her she was not protected um and he should know better like he had the power in this so again the whole time the whole time here playing devil's advocate we need to I need to make this abundantly clear um is there uh, is there not an argument to say that that uh, power dynamic that you speak of kind of not evaporates but is reduced by the fact that there's like 13 television cameras in the like in on him at that moment and sort of the no because I think the 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 um, issue isn't you know and very frankly the issue isn't like he's going to rape her. Yeah. The issue is this is a threatening act. God, we cleared that up. Right? Like, um, that when somebody puts their hand on you in that way, like to stop you from moving, because if you watch the, the, I mean, I was watching that match. Unfortunately, like, why would I watch Man City? But whatever. <laughs> you know, I was watching the match and, and my, like, breath stopped because anybody who's had somebody put their arm around you to, like, stop you from moving, it's very clear that they're like asserting their power um but i think the other problem was exactly what emma brought up which is pep's reaction of it doesn't it doesn't matter if somebody's been like super nice and lovely to you 
that's your sure the, the problem with Pep's reaction is he clearly isn't the nicest man he's ever met because that must that's Bernardo Silva we all know that from <laughs> earlier incidents like, you know um, the the rush to defend somebody you know by saying that they've always been nice to you right yeah yeah that's that in itself is sort of how we got here <laughs> as a society right like sure. hi, hi me another hi me another white male has never had any problems when interacting exactly. with this other white male exactly um there's a possibility and we none of us know because none of us know what how that exchange exactly went down right even from what we've seen but i think there is a possibility that essentially um I can't remember her new surname and apologies. Um, Ellis. Ellis, that's it. I knew it was Sharmassi. Ellis um, essentially tells him to fuck off. <laughs> and I kind of feel like maybe she felt like it, it was dealt with, right? Because she has the... You say... We say... Uh, or you said, sorry, that she wasn't protected or given this card. But she has the power to not give him the card, but... All she'd have to do was in her microphone say, "He's done this to me. He needs to be booked," and that would happen, but right? She she booked, can call, right? Like cause because I imagine she, she didn't feel the need to because she felt like she told him but the rule to do is, one. Regardless, the rule is I'm not sure. Hands on an official, it's a I think we're going to find that that isn't a rule. I think it's a a generally accepted principle. Are you saying this is an unwritten rule? Yeah, I think it's going to be like one of those ones where that whole, if you raise your hands, you have to go, which isn't a rule, mm. but happens nine times out of ten. Yeah, I think, you know, this is where it's sort of a like an untenable position where there were other, like Rebecca, Rebecca Lowe said afterwards that, you know, unfortunately, she, so she later, she, Rebecca, uh, Sharnasi Ellis could have asked the FA to do something about it and she didn't and people were saying okay well that's it and Rebecca Lowe said she was in this unfortunate position where had she said had she asked for something to be done people would say well that's why we can't have women and you know women on the line we can't have women in sports because they cause all this commotion but by not that's the thing right so we don't know yeah and that and that's is... shitty like that is that that sucks but I think the... and that's basically us not being able to know what's in Charles Masiellis's heart yeah. right because yeah um we don't know if she's going to be well referees don't speak and if they do even if she did do we know whether she would be actually telling us what her truth was of that situation or just what she felt she needed to say to prolong unfortunately prolong her career yeah. um and not only hers but like any women who come after because unfortunately and, that's also part of it is you know there are two and, few um, women yeah and and I think we're perhaps that maybe that is something that needs to be um, to be looked at from a rules perspective and there needs to be clarity and something written down to like you said Jesse that essentially says if you do that, this happens, and it doesn't have to, because then we don't have to be in a position of being, is this different if it's a male or a female referee? It's just this, and then, because hopefully, people like Sean Massey Ellis are the people breaking ground for 
the next generation of uh, of female um, officials, right, who will take on the mantle. So we want to be prepared for this and not have to have we don't uh, it's going to be disappointing if in two years time we're having this same conversation about a different a different official yeah yeah i think truly and like part of it oh, sorry it's a dog is it's like systemic it's you know it's it's either talking to or firing richard keys and andy gray because it's enough already it's having different voices and different perspectives, like top down. Um, so it's going to take more than it's going to take a lot, I think. You're saying my simple rule change doesn't fix the problem. No, but it's a very good start, Adam. Thank you. So tell me how I can enact it. <laughs> um, I think we just have to talk to Arsene Wenger, which everyone seems to be doing uh, right now. He, that man is everywhere. Happy birthday to him. Is that today? I don't know if it's his birthday, but whoever, whichever PR agency he's got to help promote his new book is doing their job. Oh, I think it's Mesut Ozil. Like, he started with Saving Gunnersaurus, and now I think he's probably, like, you know... Uh, we're going to talk about Mesut Ozil later. Oh, are, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... Yeah. Let me get um, Right, so we've had this unpleasantness of talking about, about Man City and Aguero, and um, so for a palate cleanser, the next game on Saturday is Fulham versus Palace. I don't even remember that happening. So now we all feel better and we're excited. Oh. However, is it, is if it you on don't want... Yes, and he will get paid. Not only is it on pay-per-view, Emma, it's on pay-per-view, it's 14 95 However, for the sweet, sweet price of £6, I think it is, you could get a month's worth of access to La Liga TV and watch the Classico at the same time. <laughs> well, that's the only reason people are going to... Like, for real, though. Right? I, so I saw uh, a friend of mine tweet out, you can watch... Liga TV for that amount, and I think it equates to 60p a game. Um, yeah, but that's because you, but you'd have to watch all 10 La Liga games, that's mental. People do it, they're, they're, People do they're it. on all the time. I know. Um, well, Palace are going to win this game, right? Because Fulham are shite. We've, I'm sick of saying it every week, but this is what happens. I feel like they might cancel each other out into just like a big game of nothingness. <laughs> but are Palace as nothingness as I used to think they are? Are they just a little bit better than nothingness? That's what I'm, <laughs> just a bit. It, it, I'm, uh, saying, I'm saying there's nothingness and then there's... If full nothingness, then, then yeah, sure. <laughs> Palace are a little bit better than nothingness. <laughs> Jesse's not convinced. Fulham are oh, yeah, a hot just, mess. Fulham are a hot mess, but like, why is anybody watching Palace right now? Um. Yeah, exactly. That is the bad decisions in the bad decisions in their youth. <laughs> um, accidentally got a tattoo while drunk. Um, mistake of parentage. Um, tell me about this tattoo. No, that's what. <laughs> why tell you? Why tell you when I can show you? Is it, is it an eagle? <laughs> I How wish it was an eagle. <laughs> Not drunk enough. Was you singing, singing the garbage man can? <laughs> um. So are we all going for a palace win? Have I talked everyone into this? I mean, now that we know about being... your tattoo, yes. Yeah, is it Selhurst, isn't it? 
It's not Graven Cottage. Yeah, Palace will have enough. <laughs> Emma? I think it'll be a draw. Okay. You, you're sticking with your hot, hot, gooey nothingness. Mm-hmm. Nothing okay. will change me from that. Talking about a game that might be hot, gooey nothingness that you would have at one point was... It seems a lot more prestigious than it should have been. The the sort of the prestige game on sun, on Saturday evening or afternoon, depending on looking at it, is Manchester United versus Chelsea. Yeah. Just like that sink there, yeah. See, no one's what? excited about it. Just no, the... maybe Cavani will play. Is it? Is Cavani going to play? I can look and see if... He's been in training. Uh, two so... two years ago, that game could have. Immensely. Can we all think about poor Jesse, who's going to watch all of this game only to find out that Cavani's not going to come <laughs> yeah. on? That is correct. Also, no. my little my little baby Felicity, he's so cute. He, so he won't be there either. <laughs> uh, this is suggesting that Cavani might be <gasps> a, available. Yeah. And Felicity was on the bench last time, so maybe he will play. He's very good. I just want everybody to like have the opportunity to watch him play before they sell him to some like I don't know, random. He'll go to like Leon or something. Leon. <laughs> Raphael. Fenerbahce. Um. Uh, I don't know. There was one season where I watched Galatasaray just for um, Muslera. I will not Turkish league myself anymore, but Billy <laughs> City's very good and everybody should get the chance don't, to watch him play at least talk, twice. Don't talk to me. About so, are you now. looking for. Say, hey, you. He's, he's, got, he's got Lazio roots. Is this going to be no? Is it is is this no Cavani no problem or? Oh no, it's going to be a shit show. But I'm just very excited to watch it. So, is it with both teams can't defend? So it's just going to be attack versus attack. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not sure Manchester United can attack <laughs> either anymore. <laughs> they could they could they could they could score penalties. Yeah, it's, it's sort of Penchester United trending on social media um, or Hernandez. Uh. Timo Werner got broke his Premier League duck uh, last weekend. Two goals. Do, do we think he's going to build on this, and this is going to be the start of things, or do we think he's maybe going to just carry on? It's going to be maybe a, a slightly more difficult first season in, in England than people anticipated. Scott, um, is is Lampard really getting the best out of him? Is he playing him in his right rightful position? Because at Leipzig, I mean. Are you asking us to try and say nice things about Frank Lampard again? Because we failed when we... I explicitly put this task before you guys earlier. Sorry, and you failed. Yeah, just I don't think he's probably getting the best out of him because he keeps playing him as a forward and he's not a striker because at Leipzig he, he played out wide left when Leipzig had like a, a proper number nine up front. So So does, he needs to play in like that... Um, Hazard role, maybe. Well, I was going to say it's not Chelsea, Chelsea, but he's he's essentially like a an Aubameyang player yeah. sort of player, right? You, he's he is he he's sort of neither playing through the middle nor on the left. Yeah. He's kind of he's doing both and neither at the same time. Yeah, because when he was at Leipzig, Nagelsmann got him out left where he can cut in and just wreak havoc, and he was scoring goals for fun now. But I don't. It's what he did in my FIFA team. He's probably done that on Football Manager for plenty. <laughs> loads of people but I don't think this Chelsea setup is suited for him because okay. they're going to have to sacrifice what one of Havertz 
Hudson Odoi, one of Mason Mount. I don't think he. Don't think Ziyech is also. Yeah. Ziyech is also back fit yeah, now. So um, should there. be an option. Yeah. So. Let's go for. We're saying these teams can't defend. We'll go for. We'll go full out for a score prediction for this one. What, what are your thoughts, Scott? Two two. Two two. Emma. Hmm. Two one. Two one. To whom? Chelsea. To Manchester United. Chelsea. Chelsea. How many penalties? <laughs> all three of them. Oh. <laughs> oh God. Oh, that's a... all right. Uh, and also two more that get missed. Yeah. yeah. Just for good measure. Um. What makes you so confident about Chelsea? Uh. Because... Is this a game where is this kind of one of those ones where it's not about being confident about Chelsea? It's about not. Ha- it's about which one do I have the the most least confidence in? Yeah, kind of. I mean. Maybe Chelsea managed to keep a clean, a clean sheet against Sevilla, which is a pretty tough task. Well, why can't you say that <laughs> an hour ago when I asked you to? I didn't want to be nice about them, and I still don't. <laughs> but <laughs> but I think that maybe they can, perhaps, if they're all functioning correctly and Kepa's not there, they can defend better than, than Manchester United and all they need to do against Manchester United to score is just shoot at De Gea at his near post and it'll go in Jesse Jesse's nodding yeah but that, you can see the equation she's there going Emma's all those things Emma said I agree with yep. but in her head we both know that it's just just like Cavani, 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 Cavani. Yep, yep, I'm going. I'm going. It's I, just Cavani I want to, I want on a Cavani unicycle juggling. And play well, just so he can come back to the national team fit and safe. But other than that, I don't give a shit. So yes to everything Emma said is exactly what happens in my head. And then I okay. went, asterisk, wow, De Gea is not really as good as everybody thinks he is. But then Kepa. That was mm-hmm. the that was the monologue, interior monologue. It's the battle of the rubbish Spanish goalkeepers. There it is. <laughs> oh, but but Mendy's back now. Mm-hmm. So one of the rubbish Spanish goalkeepers will be on the bench. Which will be a better performance for him. Yeah. And we said it's the role he was born to play. <laughs> Pick up his wages, he'll be fine. Speaking of going so, all the way back to who let Keylor Navas out like that, somebody needs to take David De Gea to like a barbershop that knows what to do with his face because he always looks like he came from like an Amish grooming company it's just it's just not good okay we'll take that on board okay thank you <laughs> thanks this is why I'm here I'll, I'll, I'll have my people speak to his people we'll get one there you go listen if I don't bring um, musicals I might as well bring up something equally useless like David De Gea's haircut and facial hair None of this is useless, Jesse. It's all gold. <laughs> it's all gold. It's all staying in. Um, so we get to round off Sunday with a, what I imagine is another pay-per-view game. Um, this time Sheffield United versus Liverpool, a game that Jurgen Klopp was so worried about that he took off his entire front three after 60 minutes to save them from the the heavy, muddy pitch. Um, the Lord and Saviour Virgil van Dijk was obviously unavailable for this game. 
Um, is let me check if what the uh, there's not going to be any Allison, Cato and Tiago might be available. Uh, unlikely that Matip is going to play, so we're probably looking at Fabinho in in defence again. Sheffield United haven't been exciting. No, I'm really struggling to muster up. Couldn't it? Wouldn't it be ab- great if this is a, their moment? So Van Dyke's gone, and he's probably gone all season. Um, according to the rest of the world, we should probably just stop, like, just stop everything and. Just cancel football. Just we're done. Yeah. You know, like how in like you know, like how in Thailand when like the king died and they had like two years worth of mourning. (laughs) I am wearing black today. You are wearing black. It's very disrespectful. This is actually blue. Yeah. Well, that's wearing um, red, obviously in honor of Liverpool and Van Dyke. Yeah. (laughs) Um. And we'll just have to believe Emma on whatever she says. <laughs> Emma's just in a in a full on Virgil Van Dyke like gown. How did you know? Ma. Yeah. yeah. A mantilla that says V. <laughs> Does is is his loss to Liverpool so drastic that you where do do we say Liverpool can't win the title I'm now? Can, can we go back two matches where? the goals against Liverpool were actually his fault and everybody, and by everybody I mean me, were going why is he in defence? Can we remember, can we yes? Jesse with, Jesse with Jesse's hot take, Liverpool better without Van Dijk. <laughs> but like seriously, yeah. Like he's well, actually... A lot of the goals have been his fault this season. Uh-huh. Dean is not Scott. dead, so I'm allowed to say that he's not actually as good as everybody makes him out to be. I think Liverpool fans make him out to be God, where other fans can see some of his flaws, and some of his flaws have come out in recent games. I think I've said on this podcast, I've said it to Chris, and Chris was like, it's in one ear and out the other. If you tack him and get to him, he, he will cause problems. I think that when you do that to Liverpool anyway. But yeah, he got found out a little bit in that Aston Villa game and then what happened in the Everton game happened and the whole of the red side of Liverpool have gone into mourning. I'm not going to be this surprised if there might be a minute silence on Sunday. Oh my god. Um, They're going to bring back crime watch in the Liverpool area and it's just going to be pictures of Jordan Pickford. It's strange but I do see... Liverpool going hard for a defender in January. I reckon that could be Koulibaly, but I could be horrifically wrong. It's always Koulibaly. <laughs> yeah, anyone who's linked to a defender is going to be kind of be Koulibaly. They should buy Koundé from Sevilla if, if they really want a good defender. But I hope the, pro- the, but the, pro- the thing I worry about from Liverpool's point of view now is that January is a long way away, and are they currently investing a lot of emotional energy in whining about this? Because Wijnaldum's still going on about it in the press. Like, like I said, it's six days later. Um, not one of us hasn't support. Not one of us here doesn't support a team who's got probably got a player we can point to now who's had horrific injuries and could be important for the team and isn't there. 
um and that's caused problems like this is professional sport where players get injured and it's not like not one of our teams here hasn't had a really shitty bar call go against them but we've not sent letters to the football association asking for there to be an immediate review of how it's set up like I said earlier, I'm a Roma fan. Roma played Liverpool in the Champions League semi-final two years ago. Trent Alexander-Arnold handled the ball from about this far out. Missed it. No bar. Had a, a penalty. Where were, the, which was... um, where were the Everton fans complaining about Andy Robertson leaving his foot in against... Against um, the one against Alan. That yeah. seemed to be just me. That one seemed to be just me. <laughs> Lost that one, don't know. I'd just say, if they want to moan about VAR, they have consequences and they have a pass where it's gone in their way. Just look at all the penalties that they got on Salah in the past. Right, so ju- <sighs> let's um, leave the Liverpool... I can't imagine I'm saying this. Let's, <laughs> let's, pause, let's not leave it. Let's pause the Liverpool bashing because it's always, some, it's always going on and we always come back to it. But just quickly, answer to two questions is who do you see winning this game? Um, Liverpool versus Sheffield United, and is Virgil Vi- is Van Dijk's injury to an extent? Do you rule Liverpool, or do you think that it makes Liverpool uncompetitive in a title race? No. Sorry, I know you didn't call on me. I'm sorry, but no. No, no, Jesse, how do you feel? <laughs> um, no, I think it makes them. They can still win the title. It makes them no less able than they were before. No less able. Is that, did I double okay. negative? Is that, no, 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 that's fine. Essentially, essentially what you're, you're doing is doubling down on your Van Dyke not that good. Yes. Correct. Okay. So, without Van Dyke, without that fawn in their side, they're basically the same. Do you imagine that this is going to be some sort of some easy win over Sheffield United on, on Saturday yeah, it's gonna be the same evening? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, 4 0, 5 0. They like, weirdly psych themselves out by thinking, like, oh no, we're without our. Weird by having the minute silence, and the... right, and they come out with their shirts. Yeah. It's all on yeah. them, basically. The Luis Suarez is innocent. <laughs> he did. I have to go. <laughs> Emma, uh, do I think they'll win? Yes, I think they'll win. They'll do it for Virgil. <laughs> <laughs> and if we go, that's going to be when the t-shirts are going. That's going to be when the t-shirts are going to come out, isn't it? Yeah. On final whistle. We did it for Virgil. Virgil every oh. little celebration will be like someone... They'll hold up V's. Like, V's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or do you think they're going to come out like... Um, oh, the V's is ridiculous. Two V's, yep. right? And instead of... It'll say, and then maybe another guy comes v over for to victory. make a sign. So, you know, they've got oh, the whole... <laughs> it'll say... One person, one person does two V's and then Deli Ali turns up and does his weird... <laughs> it's going to say V for victory, V for Virgil. <gasps> um... Or are they going to do the Man City thing where they all came out in their Gundogan t-shirts on the back? There's so many possibilities. Do not let us down. See, and this is, on, this is on pay-per-view, right? So we're not going to watch. <laughs> Would we have watched do you know, anyway? Do you know what, actually? I actually think that it's Liverpool's responsibility to do something like this. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, I'm going to be more disappointed <laughs> if they're just normal. If they choose this opportunity to be normal, I'm going to be so angry. Hey, you know what I think they're going to do? It's going to be like this sneaky, like, they're not going to get Koulibaly. They're going to, like, weirdly do an unveiling of the tunnel where they bring back, like, Emre Chan. 
Uh, he's good at Dortmund. Leave him there. <laughs> okay, who who would they bring back that it'll be like, ta-da! Sammy Huppier. Dijan Lovren. Oh, it would be Lovren. That's what it would be. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Scott, are they going to win this game and can they still win the title? Yeah, they'll probably win the game. Title? Ooh, I'm not too sure. I mean, this seems hyperbolic, right? But a lot of people put Man City's lack of a title defence down to the fact that they lost Laporte last mm. season for such a long period of time. But is Virgil van Dijk the reason that they won the title? Right. He was part of a team. That's all they I'm going to say. Everybody. Yeah. They can still do that because he didn't contribute to that. I think that I think the reason that people point to him being so important is I think I saw a stat that I think it's essentially since Van Dyke and Allison have been together, that's been the thing that has really solidified Liverpool's defence. And I think Van Dyke has missed one Premier League game since he joined. Sure, but they were without Allison, right, for a bit last season, like the first few months. Yeah, he got injured, then he got sent off against Leicester, didn't he? And he's he? not playing now. Anyway, yeah. we've, had our, we've had our Liverpool talk. On to Sunday. Southampton versus, and I've checked, still the best team in the world. Ooh. Aston Villa? Ali. Whoa. Ali. <laughs> You've not checked. <laughs> do, you, do your maths. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, a shining light has gone out in the Premier League. Oh, man. He's injured, isn't he? Adam. You're going to be okay. Little, little baby Hammers is hurt. Can I make a confession? <laughs> and I really don't know how I feel about this. And I, I just need all of your maybe support and possibly advice. Um, I am strangely attracted to Evertonian Hammers. And it's <laughs> making me feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> And I just Chris is current Chris is currently listening to this going, Have you not seen Tom Davis? I just I don't like that I feel this way. Have you not seen Dominic Calvert <laughs> in his fashion sense? Like, I don't, we don't need to talk about Dominic Calvert in his fashion sense, we're talking about Dominic Calvert in his goals, mate. Yeah. Evertonian Thomas with the glasses. Like, I just what happened? Do you Where need to go this Thomas? Do you need to go to church and confess? I am Jewish. <laughs> That doesn't mean you can't go to church. <laughs> might, though. Like, I don't That's like... Still there. I think it's open for everyone. Father, I have said... Yeah. <laughs> I'm finding James Rodriguez very attractive when he yeah, comes back Yeah, this to is, him. this is like of Colombian versus Uruguay James. Like, this should not does, be. I don't know what... Does, is, it the, is it the... It can't be the blue, because he wears blue for Colombia sometimes. So it might be, is it the amber that really makes his eyes, yeah. eyes pop? Yeah. Is it the, the kazoo sponsor? <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I don't like it. It's the newfound, you know, swagger and Maybe confidence. That's what it is. Like he knows he's Charisma. in the best team in the world. Well, he's now he's, he's finally in a he's finally in a situation where he's playing for the best team in the land. Mm-hmm. He's not had that in so long. God, is he just... definitely injured? Is he definitely not gonna play? Yeah, I think Ancelotti ruled him out in his press conference today. I have to so take him out of my dream team. Yeah, we've all got to do that. Will he come back? back Will he come back against Man United and I'll get to have like a James Cavani situation? Um, He is expected back according to this 
at the beginning of November, so next weekend. Oh, God. Um, no Richarlison suspended. Mm-hmm. Oh, after, no after shit. that awful challenge, which Joel Matty yeah. did his angry dad walk to. <laughs> um, I, and just in case you're wondering about how Hammers Rodriguez got injured and is missing this game as well, he was injured by a tackle by Virgil van Dijk. <laughs> I saw that. I've seen the tweet. I'm just, just putting it out there. I say something, um, I'm keeping my mouth shut. Is, is Jordan uh, Pickford going to be okay? It, uh, let me check. Is Jordan Pickford suspended for that? Jordan Pickford is not suspended. Oh, wow, that, that, that's interesting. <laughs> um, so this is going to be the first time that we're going to see a uh, any sort of real rotation from Angelotti this season because he has kept where he can his best 11 players out there um, it'll be interesting to see who goes to I imagine John Joe Kenny's going to play at centre half Gilfie probably in midfield uh, Spurs legend and then it's going to be unless unless he decides to play both Bernard perhaps he'll play Bernard left and Awobi right of Calvert-Lewin um yeah, it's going to be interesting. Luckily, we won't have to. We don't have to face the danger of Theo Walcott because he can't play against his his parent club. Nice claws. Yeah. Um. I've only got bad memories of going to St Mary's and seeing Everton play. So, however, we weren't the best team in the land when that happened. So. I have bad memories of St Mary's watching Swindon play there like ten years ago. So you're not alone. So I need I need you three to tell me that this is going to continue. We don't need to. Not. Alan's still available, isn't he? That's true. The best player in the league is still available. Best player in the league and the best team in the land. Calvert-Lewin exactly. is still available. Not being tempted by the £36 million offer from Real Madrid. Is that what? Is that true? Yeah, I heard that. Are they just making numbers up with £36 million? Of course they are. <laughs> Jesse, how do you think that? Uh, how do you think this game is going to go? I think you're going to win, and it's going to be magnificent. Excellent, Scott. I'm going to say a close game. I'm going to say two-one Everton. Okay. Very, very close, like a late, late, late winner. No, no. Gonna come out <laughs> Don't of do that to me. You sound like Con- Emma? you sound like Consuela from Family Guy when you say that. No, no, no. no. <laughs> kind of like Southampton. I think they're pretty good. Yeah, so, 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 so do I. Don't. <laughs> Fine. We've all got problems oh, here. I don't think Everton will win because they're the best team in the land. The best team in the land. Yeah. And will continue the to best. be until next week. Exactly. All right. Um, the next game on Sunday is Wolves versus Newcastle, which just doesn't inspire me at all. We can forget it's happening if you want. That's got Wolves. It's just going to be an easy Wolves victory, right? Yeah. Right. And then Arsenal-Leicester later on in the game, I think on a paper, another pay-per-view game. Um, uh, in interesting Premier League squad news, Mesut Ozil's not made Arsenal's Premier League squad and has come out and blamed it on the commercial relationships between Arsenal and China. And... Oh, does he really views. want to go there? Oh, that's not. Oh boy. 
I don't suppose it helps when he's been going into the dressing room and saying how right he was to not give up his wages when, you know, staff members are being made redundant and the mascot has been made redundant. Is he not right, though? The 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 idea was that they wanted these this to happen so that players so that people didn't have to give up and lose their jobs and then he's given up his money and all of a sudden they're still losing their jobs. Yeah, but he's on more money than anyone else there, right? Yeah. So I'm just wondering if that money might have made a difference to at least one person. Yeah, also, but I just think that he has ties. That, but he has he has saved you. We we think he saved one person, but what we don't know is that actually when fans are allowed back in the stadium, there's actually going to be eleven gunnosaurs there, <laughs> and they're all going to all paid for by Mesut Ozil. He, he has ties to Erdogan in Turkey, right. so I am I am not sympathetic to him whatsoever. I think that's the issue. Is like mm-hmm. you can't you can't have your dictator and eat it too. <laughs> yeah, so, it's either something or nothing there. If he really um, wanted to play football, he could have left. If he really wanted to play football, he could be playing mm, football now, really right? Could. He could be somewhere playing football for any... To take his £300,000 a week and just sit around and do nothing and complain about... Well, you can't play Fortnite if you have to go to other countries but like right? you could be marcus rashford and actually be like taking a stand and doing something about it mm-hmm. um or you could be like complaining about some things but not actually the entire thing so are we saying that that it's a little hypocritical a... <sighs> and that if he gets chosen that... to play in qatar will he go or will he be like no actually this country makes massive human rights violations. Let me take my stand now. Maybe. To play devil's advocate again, which I'm having to do far too much in this podcast. We don't know that that he perhaps hasn't already done that. Wouldn't he have done that out loud? Because that would actually have made an impact. We don't know. I'm just saying. I'm I'm not trying to give him for credit. I'm not trying to give him for credit for something, but we don't know he hasn't done. I'm just saying (laughs) that at the same time we can't slam him for something that hasn't yet happened that he hasn't then done the way we want to. You're right. You're right, Adam. Um, And just quickly clarify this for me with the um, the Erdogan thing. I thought that he complained that he was used as like a political puppet in that Erdogan situation. Erdogan was the best man at his wedding. Okay, then that's okay, different. Yeah. There's a lot of photos of him with him. Is it is it is it Gundogan who maybe was making? I'm sure there was one. I think Gundogan was with. There was another. Where he was like, I didn't know it was gonna, and then they ended up with photos taken, mm-hmm. and he was like, I wasn't really complicit, but when the president's there and he asks for a photo, you don't not you don't not let him take a photo. That happened with okay. Edison as well. I don't know. Um, is this newfound Arsenal who are so good they've lost only 1-0 to Manchester City and everyone's raving about them going to beat this Leicester team? And they came from behind to win against Rapid Vienna tonight. Some would argue that you shouldn't be behind against Rapid Vienna in the first place. (laughs) Touche. 
<laughs> he had to bring the good players on to make that happen. Oh dear. Um, um. It's Arsenal, isn't it? They're gonna Arsenal. Yeah, but I imagine they're going to Arsenal by beating Leicester because I'm not convinced this Leicester team is any good at the moment. Well, I thought they'd Arsenal just, by they're all over the place. Manchester City, so I, I do want them to Arsenal by doing by beating Leicester at least. Yeah, I can't I I can't deal with whiny Arsenal friends if they lose two games in a row. I know. Especially considering whiny Arsenal fans don't see coming back from from losing against Rapid Vienna as a victory. This is still a defeat to them. Mm-hmm. That's how they spin it. That's how they get you. <laughs> Even the victory's been nothing. <laughs> Jesse, are they going to win? Which they? Uh, Arsenal, sorry. Um, Sometimes I have to call them they because of other <laughs> allegiances in my life, that I've, mistakes I've made. Um, you know, I want them to win because of Hector, but I can't, I can't go against him. Sorry, I just can't. Who, High fashion Hector. Yeah, how would you choose, Hector Bellerin or Hammers? Oh, Hector all the Hector. way. Because I still have bad feelings about Hammers. Hector's perfection okay. and a human body. Hector never played for Real Madrid. Hector does the right thing all the time. <laughs> Hector plants trees. Hector plants trees. Hector is a vegan. Hector speaks out. Listen to his podcast. Has he got a podcast? Um, of course he does. Yes. <laughs> God, you guys. And a vintage camera. It's like you don't even know us. <laughs> he repurposes furniture. All I'm gonna do is go um, out for vegan muffins with him and like be his best friend. This is really awkward, and this is the kind of mistake um, Chris wouldn't have made, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Chris definitely would have made this mistake actually. Yeah. Or about five other different mistakes around the fixtures. He probably would have said that. Leicester were playing four different teams but I did the, the Premier League fixtures in order and there's a Friday night game that I just completely missed let's oh forget God, about it? it well it is we can't forget about it because unfortunately it's going to cause me palpitations because it's Aston Villa <laughs> versus Leeds well we can't forget I forgot the game <laughs> yeah. and the problem is if Aston Villa win that game they'll go above Everton in the Premier League and we don't play for another two days oh honey but you know they're going to win that one don't you no, Leeds are going to do something about it for okay. me. I have not spent all this time emotionally supporting Ross through all the devastation Leeds have caused him for the one time I've needed them to step up, except on the first day of the season when they couldn't beat Liverpool to not win this Correct, game. Correct, Adam. I have to go, but I'm glad I get to go okay. right now on that brilliant, beautiful sermon. Exactly. You get what you put. You get out of this what you put into that was it, right? Great. That's how football that works. was. Some would say. The most beautiful point in the podcast. See how I went full circle? Oh, she's done it. She's done it. Thank you, Jesse. Love you guys. Have a lovely evening. Bye. Bye. So Aston Villa win? No, Scott. Leeds are going to win. Leeds are going to win. So, yeah. Draw. Do do we do you want to live in a world where Aston Villa have gone have got a hundred percent record after five games? Think about that world, Scott. The world's already fucked up enough out there. We and you want to bring that into it? It would be very twenty twenty for that to happen. It <laughs> <laughs> just would. Why have you spoken it into existence? Why did you do that? Oh, this year hasn't gone even weirder, has it? All I'm saying is, Ross, you owe me. Have a word. 
these two that, sorry these two have got a history as well in the championship so there might there will be a lot of it on the line uh, yeah Dean Smith and his whining um and then there's there's Monday night football there's a the classic never before has there been a game that so clearly is the game that people don't like right there's always been the different the different so uh timings but if you know it's not Burnley but when your game kicks off at 5.30 on a Monday oh. you know that you are the worst oh, game of the weekend is Max Rushton Max Rushton said something on Football Weekly saying I've never watched a game that's kicked off before <laughs> Neighbours on Monday night on Channel 5 um, it's Brighton versus West Brom is it pay-per-view it probably uh, yeah, is pay-per-view yeah no one's paying for that but so people keep saying that and that's understandable but that's going to be the way because it's not going to be the it's, <laughs> it's true essentially the broadcasters pick the five best games and because they're not putting this on to raise money it's to yeah. give people access to see them but people have lost their mind it's true um so brighton are going to win that game because i can't my my belief in brighton is that they're good yeah i'm with you i i I don't know where that belief comes from, but um, it's because I saw them play once against Chelsea in a game that they um, should have done better in. <laughs> okay. Oh. And that's how that's how I inform most of my opinions on Brighton until <laughs> um, until a long period of form proves me wrong. And... I then change my mind, and that's when they then go into relegation fighting form and make me look like a fool twice over. <laughs> I'll go with it. Sure. <laughs> and then Scott as you've realised I have left Burnley to last and they are playing away at Spurs yeah um, Spurs because I think Spurs won tonight against Lask um, so Spurs are difficult yeah. right because they they seem to move between being absolutely unplayable and just meh we all saw the video last week of the two fans filming themselves in the studio watching the game, haven't we? No, and I'm concerned this is going to be another one of those things like you told me about the Zoom stories earlier. <laughs> no. Uh, so I think they might do it as a YouTube channel. You know, like, fans do YouTube stuff for games where they watch it live and they do live reactions. Yeah, because who doesn't want to watch TV of another person watching yeah. TV? So they were 3 0 up and the reactions were amazing. And when Lanzini scored... You can picture what happened. Yeah, but this is a f- like essentially this is a free-scoring Spurs team, right? They still scored three against mm. West against West Ham. Um, Kane and Son are in a sort of it's a, a Dwight York and Andy Cole sort of run of form of understanding and knowing where each other are. And I can't think of a a, a better Premier League strike partnership. For, in terms of how playing as a tandem as them in a long time. That's um, not trouble, though, is it? No, but, but what I'm saying is they're playing against Burnley, so <laughs> Burnley aren't going to score three goals against them. So. With all due respect, should West Ham have scored three goals against them? Really? Yeah, but when we were, t- you know, when we were talking about Fulham and Crystal Palace, mm-hmm. there's, there's Burnley and there's West Ham. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I guess, I guess marginally better mm. there's no way that Spurs aren't going to win 
<laughs> that feels like you that feels like you were trying to speak that into existence as well which is odd considering um this podcast feelings on burnley have been made abundantly clear <laughs> i yeah that that game at the weekend i fell asleep during that game and woke up in time for the um the west ham comeback you do like your naps don't you i'm i'm spanish um <laughs> and it's <laughs> the land of that. Yes, it was really funny that they went full Spurs, and it's nice to see every once in a while. But Burnley don't have that capacity. Yeah, because you see them win, you see them win a game six 0 or six whatever it was, and you're like, come on, remind us who you really are. <laughs> yeah, and there it was in full view. Burnley don't have that capacity to to stage the comeback. Well, there it is. Spurs, Spurs for the win, Scott. Yeah, um, the, yeah. The, the deadly duel up top. We'll have a another field day. Okay. Well, um, we have we have spoken for far too long. I was going to talk about lots of other things, but I feel that we'll just have to cut some of that and just talk about the classico, Emma. Oh, We're not going to not talk about the classico. I just cause... read a thing that said Ronald Coleman is going to put his trust in Sergio Roberto. And Griezmann, instead of playing Dest and Fatty or Pedri or whoever else, and I just want to die inside. Okay. I hate him so much. So this is a a Barcelona side coming off a 5-1 victory in the Champions League against a Real Madrid team who've just lost. We both um, lost in the league last weekend. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was. Co- I was going to come on to that as well. Um, Sidlow talking on the Guardian podcast, suggesting that there's a uh, a not insignificant amount of pressure on Zidane at this point. Yeah, they. Uh, but that result yesterday has not done him any favors. Um, I'm not going to ask you for a prediction because it's fruitless. It's just going to be it's going to be we're going to lose in some sort of fantastic disaster. We're going to get roundly fucked. There we go. See, <laughs> didn't even ask for it and it got presented. Got presented. <laughs> um, but you're going to have most of England watching this game because it's cheaper than watching yeah. the alternative oh, of Fulham and Crystal Palace. But it's nice to know that you're going to be there for me to. Exactly. <laughs> Sad, sadly, I'll be watching another local derby, so sorry about that. That one's more important. It's okay. Um, and in other slight Barcelona news that you can maybe uh, talk, there's there's what appeared at first to be good news, right? But I believe that Tostegan and Gerard Piquet and another player have signed new contracts. Yeah, that's right. But then I read today that that has caused outrage in the squad as they'd all agreed not to sign new contracts as they were fighting the board. Yeah, um, yeah. so it was Piquet who signed the contract, which will take him out 2037. Um, Ter Stegen... Hold on. Sorry. I hope that was you saying it was a contract that will take him to play until he's 37, not till 2037. <laughs> no, until he's age 37. Because if he's playing in 2037, we've got some real problems. <laughs> There's some pie in the sky thinking right there. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Tushtegen and Frankie de Jong re-upped um, as well. We only signed him. Okay. He's negotiated his way into a new contract. The fuck is that about? Um, yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they were, they're supposed to be taking pay cuts. Now, apparently, they signed these contracts, but they are deferring some of their new wages as part of this. But people are okay. happy about it because they've still signed new contracts. And the board are looking at giving Antoine Griezmann a new contract and Sergio Roberto and Coutinho and Jordi Alba new contracts. I feel like they that feels like a list that they made up by phoning up someone and going, who are the four people we could give contracts to who would annoy Emma the most? <laughs> and someone went, well, Sergi, off, just off the top of my head, Sergi, Griezmann. Coutinho. <laughs> Coutinho. <laughs> it was you, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't, my sources aren't that good, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, and th- we as fans are trying to get the board out Anyway, we've, we've started the motion to get them out, but <laughs> they're trying to weasel their way out of it by saying that they can't put this vote together. If we can collect over 20... But weaseling, weaseling their way out, Emma, is what separates them from the animals. <laughs> if, we can, if we can collect 20,000 signatures, which you have to do in person at a point, you have to take your ID and your social guard and everything... If someone has to witness you do it, you have to do it in person in COVID times, they can put together a vote which will remove them from the club. We hate that feels like we a... hate the board. They suck. That feels like a, a, something that would take a matter of time. That's, a, that's an inevitability, yeah, right? but the longer we wait and the longer things drag on and the amount of debt that we're in, we're not going to be in a position where we're going to get out of it. And that is Barcelona times. <laughs> this is therapy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I said to you before that um, I'm usually nervous about the Clutch Cup because it, it usually really affects me because I usually care. But I'm at a point right now where I dislike watching Barcelona so much because of not just because of Coleman, he sucks, but there's so much off-the-field bullshit that I don't enjoy watching it. I'm, I'm just so... Do you, think that, do you think that that is, in part, your reaction to, like, COVID football? Maybe. Like, do you think it would... Do you think you'd feel differently if you were watching, I suppose... If you were there, or if you were watching a game with ninety thousand people watching it, and their sort of, I don't I, their maybe, reaction, right? Maybe that's what it is too. I mean, I don't think we should be playing football now. Anyway, we have in Spain the cases are getting crazy out of hand again. There's over a million cases. They've doubled since last Friday. It's it's out of control. I don't think we should be doing this anyway. It's unnecessary risks. Well, in this country, football itself has proven itself to be pretty good at doing at dealing mm. with this stuff. It's actually like we're doing. It's the one thing that we're doing <laughs> right. Emma, don't take it away from us. Um. So right, yeah, 
with that, we need to wrap up because Chris is going to make fun of how long we've recorded for, and uh, that's how he'll weasel his way back in, like the weasels. Does anyone have any other business? None for me. No? No. Looking forward to getting a drubbing from Oxford at the weekend? Don't. We've already lost like four or five in a row. It's painful. You can take your yellow ribbon with you. No. I'm running out of things I know about Oxford United at this point now. Do you know what? We haven't beaten them since March 2001. It hurts. Okay. Emma, imagine that. Imagine not having won a Classico since March 2001. I don't think my football club would exist. I don't think it would either. I think, <laughs> I think, I think, I think around about sort of 2003 it would have been burnt to the ground. It really would have, yeah. Just, just think we, we have been playing in different leagues since... And Oxford were non-league for a little bit. And then each team... Oh, that's a dig. No, 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 there's no dig. Um, um, just imagine, though, in that time, Scott, Ronaldinho has come to Barcelona and left. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's the whole career of Lionel Messi. Yeah. He scored 700-odd goals yeah. in the time since you last beat Oxford. So, in my head, I was going... Facebook wasn't invented, Twitter wasn't invented, Instagram wasn't invented, phones were like Nokia 3310s. Was there MySpace? Scott very much using the social media oh, yeah. calendar as his way of his way of aging things. Scott very much runs on a before and uh, um and MySpace BC and MySpace AD. MSN. Okay, well, I, I think that... Was it before Man on the Post? It was before Man on the Post. Yeah. Uh, uh. Um, so all those social medias are where you can follow. <laughs> we don't have a MySpace account, I imagine. Do you reckon Chris posts this on MySpace if he does? If he had. If he doesn't, he should yeah. be. Um our Bebo is probably at man. That we have a we're very good at branding, so our Bebo is probably at man on the post. A- our Instagram is at man on the post. AOL. Our screen name is probably A-O-L. man on the post. Yeah, man underscore on underscore the yeah. underscore post. Yeah. Um, Instagram is at man on the post. Twitter is at man on the post. Football. Uh, fo- football. This is about football. Facebook at man on the post. Um, Scott, where can they? They get you on your what? What are all your your Bebos and your? Uh, Twitter is at Scott underscore Monroe. I almost forgot my uh, my handle there. Yeah, and Emma with her lack of internet presence, I bet there's a secret old MySpace or Bebo account that she's forgotten to deactivate somewhere. I've been thinking about that now you've said it, and <laughs> and yeah, shit. <laughs> Let's go find it. Let's, more importantly, let's see if Emma can remember the yeah. password. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at AdamSA101. Um, and apart from that, I've nothing left to say, but always remember... Oh, it's Emma's time to say it. I forgot. I forgot. Whoa. Whoa. Socialism. Emma. No, I can't believe you forgot about the woman in the room. I didn't forget, <laughs> though, did I? <laughs> Shot fired. Come on, don't leave me hanging. Always remember to keep your men on the post.